This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one but on the counter attack. Forestieri. Well, good afternoon, everybody. FA Cup for another year comes to an end, but I don't think too many of us will be too worried about that particularly. Bearing in mind the injury crisis in midfield goes from six injured midfielders to seven as uh, as Bakuna sort of limps on and uh, and most certainly, most certainly limps off again. So yeah, what will what will happen with Blackpool? What did people think today? How much did people get to see? It wasn't the easiest game to uh, to, to get hold of in any way, shape, or form. But uh, from what I saw, again the travelling army made a made a great noise there at the end. Two nil, two goals at the end of both halves. Be interested to see what people's comments are on Madukra Koye for for the first goal especially. We were kind of trying to force something out of the uh, out of the game towards the end trying to push on the ball came to uh, Ryan Andrews and I think a, a bit of a bit of a hopeful possibly considered careless ball led to Reading get their breakaway put along put away by by Shane Long but but there we go. Anyway, Justin sir, are you there sir? Good afternoon Peter. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm I'm okay. I don't think anybody was expecting much out of this. I don't think it, no. I don't think the game is going to linger long in anybody's memory other than the the uh, the youngsters who did get some valuable experience, whether or not you know people saw something today from from members of the development squad or not, will be interesting to hear. And also, what people thought of Kone making making yeah. his debut, whether or not as uh, as a as a certain uh, tweet suggests he might be heading back to Canada to avoid getting a hamstring injury that seems almost imminent. We shall see. But what what were your thoughts on the on the parts of the game that you managed to catch? Yeah, it was kind of what we expected. I think I don't think we probably thought we were going to win that match. However, having our free transfer emergency midfielder go off with a hamstring injury is just our luck at the moment, isn't it really? But yeah, no, it wasn't much of a game. I can't really take anything massively positive out of it because I don't think there was anything massively pos- positive. Okoya, I don't know. He was supposed to be absolutely fantastic in the Dutch leagues, etc. But I, I, I don't know. I'm not too sure about that first goal. It was 
either exceptional from Reading or terrible from McCoy. I can't make my mind up. Let's see what others think. Or it was lucky or unlucky in equal measure as the ball was crossed in from the right-hand side. It certainly looked like a cross floating to the far post and it literally did float to the far post. Yeah. I didn't think Okoye's starting position was necessarily the best because no. it's always easier to come forward to claim the ball than it is to go back and, well, do what he did, which 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 wasn't the greatest. My observations on Okoye, and we spoke to him at the start of the year, at the start of the season, was, you know, yeah, a lovely fella. When you take a look through the showreels of videos on YouTube of Akoya, who was last year's man, you know, kind of uh, player of the season for Sparta Rotterdam, was that so many of the opportunities that he would save were sort of one-on-one opportunities where people would break from the halfway line. Now, Second Dutch football today. isn't renowned. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but Dutch, fo- Dutch football isn't renowned for balls coming in from the wide areas necessarily for kind of, you know, crossing. And therefore, I don't think it's necessary one of his strengths and the fact that now two managers have decided that yeah no I can I, you, know, you can kind of see why he's not there and why Backman is not only is he keeping this, the actual shirt but he's obviously having a, a pretty decent season as well in fairness to him so so there we go yeah okay well let's see let's see what other people thought of uh, thought of everything we came out in a 3-4-3 sort of shape we had Adupoko up front which I thought was interesting I'd have liked to have seen the lad that we've just signed from uh, from Basingstoke which would have been good but let's go to Lewis let's, let's add Lewis and see what he thinks anybody who wants wants to uh, have any observations on today, on the injury crisis, on the transfer window that is now open, then do let us know. But uh, in the meantime, let's go to uh, let's go to Lou. Louis, are you there, sir? Hello, chaps. How are we doing? Hello there. Yeah, yeah, no. It's 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 what we sort of expected, really. <laughs> I, I think I think the headlines will be Bakuna going off because it's it just becomes a question of how, how many midfielders does it take to uh, to change a light bulb? And the the answer is eight, because seven of them are exactly. out with a hamstring injury. Um no I did I actually had quite a funny so, day yesterday. So myself and my mate thought we'll get a last minute ticket. So you did go and we got we got pestered by those I, I don't know why I'm giving them the light of day, but like those absolute retards, Reading fans, like to the right of us. <laughs> it's just so irritating. And they always seem to be there every time well, they, we do Reading away. <laughs> they always just like, they've got average over at 14. And they just like hurl abuse at you. And we all just sit there and it's just like <laughs> laughing at them. And obviously they score and you're just like, oh, for goodness <laughs> sake, like, can this day get any worse? And actually, you know what? Forget about talking about the football. Reading away is just such a dreadful away day. It just really is. I don't know what, there's something about Reading. I just, I just never really like it. It's miles away from the train station. It's in the middle of nowhere, the actual stadium. It's, it's, yeah. it's okay to get to. I think we had more away fans than they had home fans. The atmosphere is soulless. It's not even called the Majeski Stadium. It's called the Select Car Leasing Stadium. It is just... And it was a, just a boring game of football. But I'm on the train now, and as I say, if I cut out, that, that, that'd be wide. But, um, Louis? Yeah, go one, on. One thing I did see on social media, there's a lot of complaints about the refreshment bars and stuff. Did you experience any of that? I, I, I actually ate. I, we ate on the way, but there were there were enormous queues I remember seeing in the in the concourse when I went to the toilet. But apart from that, not, not much else, to be honest. There's just a lot of people moaning about how long it took, the price, the quality, etc. I just wanted a few... If you uh, experienced it, I'm sure someone. I did it. No, I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh, I'm sure someone else will come on and maybe talk about it. Sorry, right. I thought. I thought from the football perspective, <laughs> it was just very dark. I mean, yeah, you've already mentioned like Kone was. He was a bit of a bright spark. He's one of those players that probably looks already a bit too good for us. It's just kind of there, like gets a ball. It's kind of where we need. Just like sort of picks up the ball in the field and just sort of runs and sort of opens stuff up. But I mean, when you when your front three is, as I say, sort of those sort of really just up to like youthful front three. 
apart from Hongbo, mm-hmm. it's always going to be it's always going to be tough. General consensus usually I come on these with sort of championship game and really some to dissect the game. But I thought today was just very. It was a bit of a laugh. I had a really good time because like no, no one was really taking it seriously. It was just it was just a bit of a laugh in terms of, in terms of transfers. I just thought Bakuna had quite a good game before he went off. It's such a shame getting injured. Like that's just typical us at the moment. And he looked quite bad because he sort of hobbled around and. As I say, didn't really get on get onto his feet too comfortably. But yeah, I I, I think from a general sort of January transfer window, we've been linked with as we as we always are so many people. I had a text from my dad say saying we've been linked with Dakure, and I thought there's no way Adai Dakure is coming back to Watford in the Championship. We get, I mean, like <laughs> trying to think of other players we've been linked to, and then obviously Koye is the other one. Obviously, when he's mentioned, we spent ten million pounds on Koye and Bakun Bio, which is a bit. I that's all mentioned that to me today, and I thought bloody hell, that is. The two players that we slag mm-hmm. off week in, week out at the moment, or especially Bio. Yeah, a 10 million quid that probably could have gone elsewhere. But also, a quick mention as well before I, before I, before I hop off. The interview by Lewis, cool, I don't know if he did the interview. I think it was an article with Ben Manga. is really positive. Um, yep. I don't know if you had a chance to look for it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, it's it's from Kicker magazine, which That's is the, the big German football magazine. And uh, and Lou Orns, in fairness to him, has, has got a English translation version of it. So that that's out. Yes, it is. It is quite good. There was also the the Buzz podcast have put out a special yesterday interviewing a lady called Jasmine Barber, I think her name was, um, who again does uh, does a lot on kind of German and Austrian stuff, and kind of gave her opinion of, of of things. A couple of things contrary to each other in the two articles and, and in the interview, but were both both well worth listening to, and both I think quite enthusing around uh, around what we might be getting from uh, uh, from manga and also Helena Costa. What what were your thoughts on it? Like? Uh, I just I just quite like the, the sort of transparency, the fact they are sort of coming. I'm still not Gino coming out and talking to the fans, but at least it's. It's someone, I think he referenced that sort of triangle of power. So it's him, Duxbury, Pozzo. And I think yep. he said something along the lines of, if he doesn't like a transfer, it, that, that, that's something that's changed. He, if he doesn't like a transfer, they Watford will not sign that player. So he sort of has like a veto. I don't know if a player he likes, if Gino doesn't like, but Gino has a, has a veto. I'm, I'm assuming he does as well. But it, 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 sound, it sounded as if he was, I think he also mentioned the fact that Gino Pozzo is not going to get sort of checkbook and, you know, spend 20 million quid or whatever in January. It's going to be one, two, three million. He said euros at the time. So yeah, like Ferreira, that's apparently going to cost us two million, uh, two million euros. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I just quite like the transparency, but as we always seem to do every year with Watford, proofs in the pudding. Like if it's all well and good coming out and all this saying these things, but if Gino Pozzo is still, still going to sort of rule his eye and fist, nothing will ever change. I thought just the general vibe, the words he used in sort of into in the transcript just sounded very positive, very open as well. And you, I think he already said, like, we're writing off automatic promotion, which again, that's that's like the kind absolutely of, that's the kind of thing like Troy Deeney would say. It's quite like honest, you know, sort of just just not sort of making up stuff and you know being honest with um, the actual situation of the season. So. Yeah, if, they, if they're going to be open on us tonight, then then, um, then brilliant. We shall see. We shall see. Look, thank you very much, sir, for uh, coming coming there on the train, Louis. The excellent stuff. Really, really pleased to to hear about that. And yeah, the uh, do do have a look. Uh, go to Lou Orn's uh, Twitter Spaces. Look it up because he's got a link there. That otherwise you'll go to the German one, which uh, unless you speak German, isn't much use. Carlos, sir, I think we've got you there. If you want to hit your mic button and come on. How are we, ladies we're, and gentlemen? How are we? You sound very chipper. We're all right, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, this is the first um, football ground in the UK that I've come to where we're in the car park outside the ground. We haven't had to queue. Like, everyone just leaves like it's um, like we're shopping on a Saturday. Like, it, it's, it's so easy because the, the fans are so pathetic and shite at this club. This is the most boring, right. mundane fucking club I've ever been to. It is pathetic. 
Did you anybody that was at the game? I know it, I saw Ian Baker today. What a dreadful place to come to. They are pathetic here. They they shouldn't even be a football club. I'm, I'm going in on them, but they are dreadful, Peter. Dreadful. We're stuck in the, we're stuck in the car. And we're, 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 we're talking about how quickly we got out of the car park. How embarrassing is that? We should be thought... Well, in- I was wedged. I was wedged at Norwich last week. Wedged at Norwich. <laughs> I have flown out of this car park. It's, <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing. A couple of things I need to say to you. Listen, what, what did what did Watford um, supporters expect today in, in terms of results? What, what did we expect today? We came here expecting what? We've lost 2-0. I think 2-0 score flat as Reading. I think Reading were poor. The boys gave effort. They gave desire. There's a couple of players that stood out for me. Jack Greaves. Jack Greaves, I thought was superb. I thought he, I thought he played really well. The, the, the lad that played at, um, at right back. Somebody help me here. Andrews. Ryan Andrews. Yeah, Ryan Andrews. I thought again gave, gave effort. And listen, I've seen, I've seen a team effort today that is better today than I've seen from the first team. Let's not forget that. We've travelled all over the country. Uh, you know, I've been most places. I've seen some absolute shite this season. It wasn't shite today. It was a team that cared and wanted and, and tried. All right, we've lost. That's fine. But they but they gave us the they gave us the basic minimum of what we what we desire as fans. And we haven't had that from the first team this season on, on a lot of points, not just today. Kone was great. Kone, you know, he's going to be a player for us, I think. I'm going to call him out very early. I thought he'd done very well. You know, and we're coming we're coming away from Reading, not queuing in a car park, getting back onto the M4 quickly in, in a buoyant mood because we've we've seen something that we expect to see. We've seen an under-21 side uh, uh, being beaten by a championship side. Uh, a Paul Wint's fucking dreadful, boring, awful football team. And, you know, quite honestly, I'm not bothered about this. Um, come back to me uh, when we play play this lot in the league in, in a few weeks' time. And then we'll see. In February, then yeah. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I'll be honest with you, guys, anyone that's come away from this game feeling disappointed or downhearted about being a Watford fan, and I saw Uncle Ron, your comments of, uh, a little bit ago, honestly, mate, listen, put it in perspective of what it is. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not doing the best thing that, that we can this season. I get that. And that, that goes above and beyond. But those boys that are out there today trying and wanting and hunting and being being players wearing a shirt that we should be proud of, they've done nothing wrong today. And I stick by those players, every single one of those players that were out there today. And it, it, whatever whatever's said and goes on today is not about Watford FC. Those boys that are out on that field today tried and wanted and gave it all. And, and that's where I'm going to leave this call. Before you go, lots Very of good. Very about good. the, the um, facilities at Reading. Are they that bad? <laughs> the facilities, there was plenty of them, Justin. Right, but no good, no? Because everyone's going on about there was massive queues and everything was expensive and blah, blah, blah. Well, no, if you um, if you went to... Um, so so where all the Watford supporters were, they were all hot, sort of huddled in the middle. But if you went left or right, there was plenty of vending and um, I think me and Colin managed to get two beers during a half-time period. Is that right, Colin? Am I right? Yeah, we doubled up. We doubled up, so we, we had no no issues. Mario Gasper. Mario Gasper's here. We're going to sing Mario Gasper. Enjoy. Mario Gasper! Mario Gasper! Defenders don't like him! Mario Gasper! Mario Gasper! There we are. Sorry, we just saw Mario go. Gasper. He loves it as well. <laughs> he loves it. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Carl. I was going to ask what number point 
uh, Colin is on, but uh, we've probably got a uh, good Colin idea. Colin is on. Colin, That's what it. number pint are you on? No, no. We're, we're, Colin, what number pint are you on? Can you ask? Um, him? Uh, you know, six or six? He's on. He's on six uh, pizza. Six pint. Six pint. There you go. Yeah. Well, let's go, let's go across. What were the odds of that? I ask. But as I ask, what the odds were? Let's go to Neil Silverstein, head of betting. Almost turned into a segue there, but not quite. Never mind. Never mind. Neil, sir, if you are there, hit your uh, hit your mic button and uh, and let us know your thoughts from the day. After gentlemen just about afternoon um afternoon so thoughts of the day justin's obviously obsessed about the kiosk scenario <laughs> well, i am i am yes he is talk about something neil he got to talk about something no 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 that's fair enough. I, I i'm not sure whether carl's made it out of the car park yet i'm, I'm not quite sure about that because he's, he's not mentioned it enough but to the football <laughs> um result irrelevant performance in the main very uh encouraging Right, I think Carl, Carl, when he wasn't talking about the car park situation, the passion and the performance and the desire was there, which was really good to see. A couple of bits for me. Oh, interesting. The couple, the uh, there was a couple of times when I think, and if I get the names wrong, it's because I don't, I don't know the prepubescent element. Of no the worries, go on. But the, there was a couple of times when the the right back Andrews overhit a cross, and it was recovered by Morris. Yeah. Right, so to have both fullbacks so high up the pit, it, it shows a nice bit of intent and uh, bravery from them, which we've not always seen. Bakuna, you know, I think it was Alex that was or Lewis home for his performance. It was fucking seven minutes before he collapsed his hamstring. So I, I'm not yep. sure that I would call that a performance. More like um, a cameo. I think it's probably there. A coya. Oh, well, really, really don't understand a number of things. One. Six million euros was it we put or pounds we paid for him? Question mark on the it was, it was six million euros. How on earth is an international keeper? Fuck me, that's an odd one. Because for me, if if, if you look at it, it, his positioning for the first goal and his lack of footwork really should have recovered what was basically, I think, a fluke goal. There's no way that that was made, but mm-hmm. he shouldn't have conceded it. And I said to my lad that I watched the game with, he seems intent on receiving the ball as deep as possible and then just knocking it sideways. And he did it a couple of times to Sirielta. And, and we're just letting them play on to us, at least take it further up the pitch and give us a better chance of being, you know, further up. And I think he might have been glued to his six-yard box. Because for the Shane Long's goal, he's got to come out and at least mm, make absolutely. it more difficult. Because Long's effort, and by the way, worried that uh, an OAP like Long could outrun Sierra because he did him for pace, and then let a fairly timid shot go past. I can't see much of a future for him at the club, right? Which is a shame because I think all the Agreed. other players that, that came on, you could see something from, from pretty much all of them. I think Morris... I don't know whether it's just me, but he seems to be quite slow and therefore he's he's like scrabbling and, you know, I think someone else has, has made a comment. He's pulling shirts quite a lot and I, and I think he's, I'm not sure whether he's up to it. Kone, the energy from him was immense. I mean, a couple of times, he's, I think he played the ball through when Espria got his shot away and the next minute when I think Greaves breaks it up on the edge of, of our box, it's Kone that receives the ball again. And it was fairly deep into yeah. the game, so... I think we've got a player there, right? But he's still young. The two young lads up front, I like them. Put themselves around. They've got a bit of something about them, right? And things will happen around them uh, because they, they they just, you know, they've got that raw energy and enthusiasm. Hungbo, there's lots of effort there, but I'm not sure whether the quality's there. And I just feel sorry for Esprit. I think if he, if he can somehow find a way of getting the ball into the back of the net, he will kick on because his confidence goes through the roof. But... 
He's got an eye for a ball. He's strong above his build. So, I, you know, all in all, but joking aside about Bakuna's hamstring, I was really pleased with the performance that I saw today. It's, it, it bodes well, I think. Good stuff. Good stuff. I, I mean, I was personally pleased about Greaves coming on because, as I as I bored Justin senseless with, but I bore everybody else senseless with it now. When I was at Aylesbury United, there was his his dad, Darren Greaves, and also his brother who played for Watford, Danny Greaves, were there as well. And they they were the grandchildren of Skilly Williams, who's the goalkeeper from about nineteen twenty two or wherever it was, who's often referenced because he was a he was a real character and a, and a good good goalkeeper as well. And I think that makes Jack Greaves, who came on today, the fourth. I think the fourth generation of from the from the Williams slash Greaves family to represent the club. So that that was a lovely moment, and I agree. I thought I thought he did. Uh, I thought he did really well. There was a moment where the ball fell with about ten minutes to go to uh, to Aspria, and he he played it right. Whereas Greaves made a lovely run on the on, to the left. It, it was just one of those. You know, it, it's a, it's an easy game to play from watching it on the telly or from the stands. Slightly harder when the ball's at your feet, but hey ho, it was uh, there. There was lots to see. But your your idea of Kone was uh, was was good and good and encouraging. Yeah, I, I liked his energy. I mean, the first half he played his way into the game quite nicely. And I think it, it's difficult to judge him when you look at the, the the rest of the team that are there, very very inexperienced. Well, I mean, he's far from being experienced, despite playing at the World Cup. You know, he, he played it simple, kept to the possession, retained it, but was also progressive and was prepared to carry and go at players. Um, and then, mm. you know, when he's lost, he, he's looking to recover. He kind of reminded me a bit of a Decore type player when he when Decore first joined us. So that energy and that dynamism that, that I think we've been missing in midfield. So if he can settle in, keep protect his hamstrings, I think he could be um, a good addition to the squad this year. I love the hamstring comment. That's very good. That's very good. Neil, thank you. Superb as ever. Thank you very much indeed. Mr. Neil Silverstein there. Have a good Let's afternoon, go across everyone. To, uh, cheers, mate. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Wendover Horn, who's in Berkshire rather than Buckinghamshire today. Greg, are you there, sir? Hello, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, what? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm well out of the car park. I'm nearly on the 404 into High Wycombe, so uh, flew out of that ground, no problem whatsoever. Oh, good, yes. good, good. Well, you 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 got in there. What what was your what was your take on the youngsters that you saw? Kone's debut, obviously Bakuna's seven minutes of fame. What did you make of the day? The youngsters that I thought, the one that stood out for me was Andrews. I think that boy's probably got a future. Uh, he looked really good to me. Uh, no, he came on at came on at half time, didn't he? I he did, he yes. Came on at half time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think uh, I think we've probably got one there. I think we've probably got one there. He he, he looks he looks a good player. Yeah, I'm I'm similar to to Carl really. You know who cares really? Who cares? That was a that was a development learning afternoon for for, for the boys. And all in all, I think. The majority of them did okay, didn't they? They they did okay. They did. And yeah. and when 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 a when a when a player of the, of the, you know the age groups that we're bringing in, and and it, I've seen some people say, well, we haven't got any depth, and it, I can understand why you would look at that, but it's not a normal situation. They are going in with an awful lot of fringe players slash you know kind of players who aren't really getting getting game time at all. I won't just say they're just young, but it, it's it's a hard thing to, to to be able to go in and be up against a. Uh, you know, oh. 
and I appreciate Reading made, made changes as well. It's But it's a massive learning curve. Ryan Andrews, by the way, of course, is the son of former Watford striker Wayne Andrews. So there's the, yet, yet more batons being part being passed down the generation. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, and he's not the only Watford forward who had a who has a right back as a son because of course Paul Furlong has Darnell Furlong at uh, at West Brom who we had been linked with of at course. one point or another. So so there well, you go. There you go. Um Kone. Yeah. We've got a player there. He's going to slot straight into the first team and he looks I'm stopping so you don't get on my road noise. Yeah, uh, he's going to stop. He's going to go straight into the first team. Looks, 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 looks a very good player to me. You know, that was our third team. Basically, that was our third team, and the, boy, the boys, the, the boys did all right. Now, you know, we, we hear all this negativity about our, our our youth academy. Let's not forget the youth academy. Jono and, and Jimmy Gilligan are in there. Uh, and it's having a whole restructure. And the fruits of their labour is not going to show for... Peter, you understand uh, development football. The fruits of John O's and and Jimmy Gilligan's uh, labours aren't going to show for for several years, yeah? So it's it's, it's a process. Uh, These ones, they they look okay. They they look okay, don't they? Uh, As I say, for me, the standout is Andrews. One point I want to uh, touch on that that was said earlier in, in the spaces was... Decore. Well, if anybody thinks Decore is going to come back, they're in cloud cuckoo land because he's on £120,000 a week. And A, he isn't worth £120,000 a week, uh, as he currently is at his age. And B, would ne- we mm-hmm. would never spend that. So he isn't coming back. Actually, Bakuna getting injured for me, I'm not too upset because if it is a long one, that means that they're going to have to bring another midfielder in because I, I, I don't think he's good enough. So uh, I think we're going to see an interesting week, an interesting fo- you know few weeks in, in, in the in the transfer market. Well, it and, says everything uh, that we're more happy that, uh, we, that that we're more happy that Mario Gaspar got off uninjured than uh, the, than we are with, with, with Bakuna necessarily. What were you, what were your thoughts on the lad up front, number forty nine? Adupoku. Now he normally plays for the under 18s. So I mean he's he's yeah. not made he has made some under 21 appearances but not many, but he seems to have jumped past and beyond some some of the options that that, that might have been available to them. How do you think he did? Cuz yeah. he was extremely young so it's a yeah. huge learning curve for him. I thought he did okay. Is his Christian name Toby? I, I believe is it Toby? Um, uh, uh, no, I, I think that I think that's Adam Mayo who came on. I'm not. I'm not that's sure. That's Mayo. Yeah, yeah, that's Adi, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought. I thought. You know, he put himself about, and uh, if that's the the raw nucleus of him, uh, I, I feel there's plenty in there to develop into uh, into a centre forward. Yeah, um, he, he did all right. He did all right, and of course we've got this. Uh, I was also disappointed the boy that from Basingstoke was on the bench because he's been banging them in for the reserves, hasn't he? Maybe his paperwork isn't all finalised to, uh, to, to 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 play a first team game. But uh, yeah, he's, he's, no, he's, no. He's if you if, if you're if you're registered with the club, you are able to play an FA Cup game. Uh, it's not the same thing as the okay. championship registration. As long as you have played for anyone, any team that's associated to the club, then you're able to. 
to play. I do wonder, but I don't know. I'd need to see whether or not he may have played in the early qualifying rounds for Basingstoke because, of course, they, there are four qualifying yeah, rounds. Yeah, yeah. And, and that point, would rule him out as, uh, as cup-tied. So, yes, but anyway, yes. but the, great, the lad came in. Great, the lad came points. in. It, it must be said, the lad came in and was up against Scott Dan, who has got a world yeah. of experience, has not been a bad player, has not had a bad uh, a bad career, and he did, he did himself okay, which is which is fine, which is yeah, fine. He, so he, we he, shall he, see. He did, he did all right. I likewise have, have read the Ben, uh, ben Manger interview. Really, really mm-hmm. encouraging, isn't it? Really, really encouraging what, what he had to say. I, I, I've got a different stance to Andrew. Andrew tweeted he thought it was a, not a great comment to say he's taken a backward step to come to Watford. Don't totally agree with that because, you know, he's coming to England, which is a different setup entirely. Thought it was interesting when he said first and second is a, a taken. So, you, you know, our only, our only real goal is potentially playoffs. I think with a stamp we could maybe get Sheffield United, but you know that 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 is a stamp. But the fact of what he said and the the, the level of fees that they would be looking to spend, and the, and the fact that that he's going to have a, a big say in things, says to me uh, the days of Mogi Baya and a, an agent led signings are are, are over. Which uh, which has to be positive. Yeah. What one final point? Everybody, well, a few of us have been talking about our worries for next season if we don't go up. Now, mm-hmm. maybe the financial picture isn't as worrying as many of us might fear, because no way would Ben Manga have come if next year we're not going to be able to trade. And if 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 he thinks we might not go up this season, and we all think we probably might not go up, it does think next year's out. Look, looks maybe more more promising than we potentially think it might be because a he's come and b and b he's thinking about we might not go up this year and he, he's talking about trading next year so that there's obviously going to be something to spend next year as well is is my long way of saying I don't think things might not be so bad in the accounts. The, for the following season. Well, that's if that fingers makes crossed, sense. fingers if crossed. Makes, if, that make, no, if that makes no, any no. sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if it makes any sense whatsoever, it's in the wrong place. It shouldn't. Be, you shouldn't be coming on here making sense. It's nothing we've ever done. The one thing yeah, we've never yeah, been yeah. accused of is making sense. Right, okay. Well, there goes uh, there goes Wendover Horn heading Wendover White. Let's go to John Parslow and find out, has John gone to Reading? Is he on Chorleywood Common? Or is Twitter just basically collapsing under a, under a weight of, uh, hello, John, are you there? Yes, sir. John, hit your mic button. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, we've got you there. There you go. Yeah, sorry. Uh, there am, you go. We're with you. We're with you. I am just driving back from Reading. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but, but I parked my car way, way away, so I didn't bother with any of that car park nonsense. So I, I just did a, a short walk. I'm on the M4, so uh, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Nicely done. Nicely done. Okay. What was so, your take on the day? Yeah, no, it was interesting. So um, I went for two main reasons today. Well, First one was because my wife just wanted me out of the house. She pretty much forced me to buy a ticket yesterday. So late decision. But two, it's highly reasonable. Yeah, yeah, especially the way I've been behaving. And um, I think a usual thing of these, you know, in our situation was just have a look at what we've got coming through. And I'll I'll, I'll Mm -hmm. give you an impression of how I think most of the fans felt about it. And Rupert will hate this. 
But at the end, there was a, at least two thirds of the fans still there, and they gave players a standing ovation um, and were singing at the end. So that's the appreciation that the fans who went could see the effort, as you've already talked about, um, the applications, some of the young players, which is quite interesting. So, so I, I think that's overall, overall, that was really good. Yeah. I mean, I've got I've got the same observations as everyone, a few of the players, um, especially after half time. The mm-hmm. players that came on, yeah, and I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'll get this wrong, but Andrews, Greaves, yeah, really impressed because they really imposed themselves. And the player up front who'll get his pronunciation wrong, uh, forty nine, Ad, 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 Adupoko. Adupoko, thank you for rescuing me. Um, yeah, his, so, his, his name is his name. His full name is Michael Adupoko, by the okay, way. Just okay. so we get that. Go on, him. Okay. okay, so Mikey was great up front, right? So not not that he managed to impact on the game in a positive way, you know, in, in creating chances for us. But but yeah, given what he was up against, the imposing players, he kept working. He didn't stop. And he started to cause a few problems. He kept working out. So, so, yeah, from a development point of view, players are maybe, I mean, they're well off, they're well off championship at the moment, but a year or so time, mm-hmm. you know, there may be one or two gems in there. Um, yeah, which is really good. On the negative side, Okoye, uh, um, it was worrying before even the goal. I don't, I don't actually think the goal was his fault, actually, because it was just complete miss it and, you know, yeah, maybe his position was better, but it was a miss hit. But, but there was enough worrying signs to go, uh, I don't know what's happened to him. And the other one I was a bit disappointed with, before talking about Kone, was uh, Hungbo, because I really wanted to see him become one of those senior players who could make, sorry, senior young players who could make a, a difference. Yep. And he just disappointed me. Um, you know, I don't know what's happened to him from that game at Man United where we thought, hello, we got a player to going away and seemingly doing quite well in Scotland. But it was a repeat of what I've seen in the championship with his plays. You just want something extra out of him and it's not there, you know, and that's disappointing. So, uh, but I'd I just like to finish just talking about Coney a little bit. So good thing about being in the game and I was like halfway out and maybe if you watch on TV, you didn't see it as much, but you get to see the whole pitch. In all honesty, because I was kind of watching Blake and I was watching a couple of other players I almost forgot Coney was playing you know for the first 15 minutes because it wasn't spectacular he was just in that mix of well you know we're doing all right we're holding our own um and he was just there but after that he stepped up and just watching him the whole game we honestly have a really good player because he was literally gliding across the turf where some of the other players people have talked about Morris you know they seem half off the pace not quite up to it but he was comfortable and he was aggressive, obviously, some of his through balls. But you could see the way he was covering, talking to other players, encouraging a lot, a really a lot to sit there and go, hang on a minute, that's quite that's quite impressive for a debut game. However, we have seen some debut games, right, from Kutcher and others. But I think I think this is different. I think he's got quality and um, um, he's going to be a real asset. But, you know, and you could see it all over the pitch, even when he wasn't, even when he wasn't near the ball, things he was doing and, and making runs, you know, into spaces, it was it was superb. So, uh, so encouraging and a nice day out. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm very pleased with that, John. Well, uh, as with everybody, please drive. Uh, please drive safely home. Let's go to. We tried to get Ian Bacon in uh, a little bit earlier on. Let's see if he's in a better position to uh, to allow us to hear him. 
Ian, sir, if you hit your mic button, let us know uh, how was the day for you, Reddingway. Hi, Peter. Can you hear me? Okay. We've got you there. We've good. Good. So... Well, I, I, I need to take um, take Carl and Greg up because I'm glad they've got away from the ground safely because I've only just got past the team bus. It's a nightmare getting out where I've been parked. But there you go. Well, they've got away quickly. Go on. Then, what, what were your thoughts on uh, on everything else then? Do, do you know what? I'm I'm not the same camp as um as Greg and Carl. Really, I'm I'm not overly worried about it. Really, the academy players that came in um, did really well really impressed with Andrews thought he was he was really good and Greaves that, that came on I'm a little bit worried that this is good. aging me but I think I went to senior school with his dad so that's making me feel old um <laughs> But but no, other other than that, not not too worried. There's, there's bigger fish to to fry for us this season, if that makes sense. But really, really impressed with Kone. Really impressed. He he is going to be um, a great a great player for for us. So yeah, not 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 too disheartened, really, really, Peter. This is Barry from Watford saying you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So thank you. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello again. Don't know what happened there. Elon Musk couldn't have put 50p in the meter. Something along those lines. That was very odd. That was very odd indeed. Well, we were just hearing from uh, from Ian Bacon there uh, about the uh, about the game at Reading. So uh, uh, just while we're waiting for everybody to come on, I'm just going to read some of the uh, the five word reviews. And also, we just want to say a huge thank you to all our patrons. So we've uh, we spun up a Patreon last month. We've got a number of people who are on there at the moment, uh, helping kind of uh, just kind of reduce the costs on everything, which is which is wonderful. Neil Silverstein said. Uh, we've only added to the injury list by one this week, which is a massive improvement. Pete Fincham said, I'm older than their dads. <laughs> Mark Carpenter said, seemed more like a friendly. It, there was a certain friendliness about it. Jason Rose says, sacked the fitness coach now. Coney said, Okoye, you have fucking legs. Yeah, he did seem somewhat reticent at, at trying to... Trying to yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't have the greatest. Shane McCoy's hamstring didn't go, says Neil Silverstein, which kind of kind of backs everything up. Aaron says let down by the keeper. Will Gasparlo? Will we spoke to him after the uh, after the Norwich game? Aspria just needs a goal. Match worn Watford shirt says seven days need players in. That's very true. The countdown to uh, to Blackpool started already. Jason Watford FC Finland. Hello, Jason says great appearances from our youngsters. That seems to be the general consensus. People seem to have enjoyed the day and have been impressed that the guys came on. Didn't show any fear, went for it and kind of put in a, put in a good level of effort. Paul Fiander Turner said, uh, hamstrings need to stop pinging. Mike Smart said, nothing we didn't already know, which is pretty, maybe absolutely was it went how we expected it. Silgerman says, Coney is actually not injured in brackets yet. Well done. Like, oh, that's a, that's an acceptable use of brackets, by the way, for future reference, everybody. Brian Edwards says, Okoye was still a shit. Brian Edwards doesn't seem to be very impressed with uh, with Maduka Okoye. I think 
that's definitely the case. We're all Hornets, Steve. Hey, yeah, Steve, went pretty much as imagined. RR, Ray is a Hornet, says a wake up final day anyway. Chris Bones said, oblivious weekend away in Harrogate. Oh, well done, Chris. Chris, Chris is ignoring it, but making sure he's traveling away in order to make sure he's doing it from a scenic location. Will Gasper back again said, devastated the space has crashed. I'm sorry, Will, we're back up. I hope you're back with us. If not, we'll, we'll throw everything together into the podcast and, and so everybody can hear this this nonsense all the way through. Brian Edwards said again, we go again, of course. <laughs> Louis Teixeira said, Okoye is terrible. You see, Louis is is very good normally with your five-word reviews there, but he's just, he's just given up. He's just gone, three words is all I need. No strength or depth, really, says Brian. I did say, first of all, that, you know, I think you, you don't judge the depth of the squad by just a single squad performance, so to speak. But but if you could take one or two of those and drop them into the matchday squad, the proper matchday squad, when it's fit, when it has hamstrings, could they come in and help us? And that that's where the depth really got to come in rather than looking at a game today, such as where, you know, the young lad Adu Poku came in and had to play up front on his own for... For, for the majority of the game. Am I bothered? Am I? Says Willie Eckers like again. Carl Campion says rubbish name for a stadium. That's, this is what we like to see. If we're going to, if we're going to be uh, uh, kind of begrudging about everything, let's be begrudging about absolutely everything. Uh, in fairness, you know, uh, Reading can only play what's been put in front of them and they have done and they've taken, they've got through the next round, so they'll be happy. But from our point of view, yeah, there you go. Adam says you're on your own, Kone. And the Shepmeister disregards the five word thing entirely. This is the level of of disregard that I that I like and appreciate. With my glass half full, the fact we were still in it until the last kick of the game, with all those youngsters making their debut was a good effort. Some looks to have potential and some don't. But giving Kone 90 minutes was the biggest plus. He looks a decent player. Now, everybody, if you're going to ignore the five-word rule, do it as blatantly as that. The Shepmeister, well done, sir. That's very, very good indeed. That's very good. Ben Coleman said, uh, good run out for kids. Watford fan, uh, Yasser Espria Football, or Mr. Testosterone, says, a miracle Kone not injured. Play the youth side, she said. It's time to go, says. Champions Worldwide, he says, I am dreading next week. Can we salvage the championship, asks uh, asks Watford Focus. Well, yeah, we can concentrate on the league, I suppose. Kone doesn't beat first man, says Brian Edwards. Yeah, there was there was a corner, especially at the end, which I picked up on, which was, which was disappointing in terms of delivery. But, hey, you know, we've, we've seen... Uh, Higher wage players uh, players do that as well. Let's uh, let's let's quickly add on before we kind of uh, bring things to an end. I didn't think it was going to be too long today because obviously not that much to really discuss apart from the youngsters who I think could put in a shift. But let's also turn Florida away and see Uncle Ron and see what he made of today in terms of the youngsters going put being put out. Who he thought did well, who he thinks can do better, and who he would like to see brought in in the transfer window. Uncle Ron, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. As, as the sun is shining. But uh, I thought the game was very poor. And I'm going to say something that will make me even less popular than I am. Oh, there's a there's a challenge. <laughs> but I think I think I think you're the man who's up to it. Go on then. Go on and far away. I thought the youngsters, I'll say one positive. They, they showed a great deal of enthusiasm, but I thought the standard was very poor and I didn't see anything that would show me that they were capable of playing championship football. It's very harsh to say that, but I didn't see anything there. And no, I think no, no, it's, it's your opinion. Yes, I think it's a terrible indictment on the owner, who one of the first things he did when he took over was downgrade the academy. So, you know, let's say that and then put it aside. Uh, I think Coney showed that he might have something. Bakuna, again, a terrible indictment on the owner. If you, you know, you bring a retiree mm. out 
of retirement who's who's not match fit, who has no fitness, is, and he does his hamstring. So, in fairness, in fairness, we had out. three do their hamstring with match fitness last week. So uh, he, he's in he's in good company with doing his hamstring. There is another question to be asked there. But sorry, go on, carry on. Yeah, I mean, the, the medical team, big, big questions. Um, Pozzo, again, one of the first things he did was get rid of Richard College. And under Richard College, Watford had an incredible record of fitness and, and uh, very few injuries. And, you know, for a supposed uh, uh, very clever man, we have a, a medical department that is horrendous, horrendous. But he's got to... You know, bring in mid-twenties, battle-hardened players this month, capable of playing week in, week out in the championship. He's got to do it. We've got to bring in some English players who have got championship games under their belts. Whether he wants to is another matter. We saw, you know, some tweets from Andrew French this week, very interesting, that uh, Bidic hadn't seen Ferreira play, the Portuguese uh, right-back who's going to come in. So it's do or die now for me. Do or die. Well, that, it's going to be for the season, isn't it? It's, it's this, this month is going to dictate whether or not we're able to have a go for the playoffs, or if we are, you know, kind of as as I don't know if you heard Greg earlier on, basically saying, well, you know, reading what he has with Manga, he hopes that there is a little bit more scope for a view beyond this season and the monies that you know have already been claimed and, and already brought forward. But we shall see. We shall see. Justin, sir, sorry, I, I we, we we spun this back up because because as I said earlier on, I think Elon Musk didn't put fifty p in the meter or what have you. Yes. No, no, I was just, it's good to get back on. I did see it sort of end prematurely. Um, I think that the, um, the the comments have been fair today. There's a, 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 it seems to be that most people were not expecting much. I don't think they actually saw any more than they were expecting, but there's a few surprising performances. And on the whole, I think we walk away from that going, well, that was kind of what we expected. I'm not up, upset about being out of the uh, FA Cup if it means that we push on in the league and that has to be now our focus. Let's see what happens what the transfer window brings. But yeah, on the whole, it's kind of what I was expecting really. And, you know, expect nothing. You're really disappointed, really. I did enjoy Chris Lease's uh, five-word review. When asked what his five-word review, could he give his five-word review? He said, I can't, my hamstring's gone. I like these. These are the these are the yeah, little five words reviews that I like. <laughs> yes, like that, like that, absolutely. a great deal indeed. We've got actually uh, Mr. Mr. Alex King, who was uh, we're going to try and get Alex on, and we'll find out whether or not he's with his uncle traveling back from uh, from Reading, or and what he thought. Hello. I don't think you were looking. You you weren't looking forward to Reading, were you? Uh, no, I wasn't. No, but actually, to be fair, the positive news is I am actually in IKEA right now, and I'll be honest with this you. This is good. I was more excited about coming here than football. That's positive news. No one's positive so, about IKEA, surely. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. University days are strong here, so I absolutely love it. Um, in fairness, yeah, in fairness, he's gone. He's gone from playing from three at the back to a flat pack four. Oh, good God, Peter! Well, good. I think that's me done. That's me done after that comment. Um, there you no, go. I, 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 I'm, it's the best I, I could I, do. I Go on. Say, <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to say, um, I, I think I, I was very happy with some of the, the, the youth players. I, I really like the look at Adeyemo. He reminds me of Keenan Davis, but apart from Keenan Davis, there's a lot more skill. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think it's quite a good target, man, actually, to play to him. Uh, and uh, I know Wendover said about uh, Miles Andrews. Uh, uh, is it Miles Andrews? I think so. Uh, he looks all right, to be fair to him. Um, Ryan Andrews, yeah. It's a real shame about. I, I, I don't mean a big people out in FA Cup time, but I thought, I mean, I thought Hongbo was absolutely horrific. I, 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 honestly, 
it, it, it was for me. It, it was the fact that he just didn't look like he could be bothered to be there, and that's a real shame on him because. I thought he'd really be up for it as a chance to prove himself. Uh, yeah, I, I just think he, he was a real shame. But I, I did find out one thing, actually. I, I did see Carlos in the concourse, and um, he did actually inform me that I was top of the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes FPL, and there's actually a prize at the end of it. So that's another thing. There, there is a thing. <laughs> is that still a thing? I didn't realise that was still that a is, thing. That is, that is still a thing. And at the next opportunity, I think I think uh, the three of us will have to uh, to, to get together and uh, and go through how everything is working. Because it's not just who's at the top, Alex. It's taking part that counts. And if you are indeed well, at, the bottom, at the bottom, I'm, I'm not looking at anyone. <gasps> oh, who? Is it I Justin bottom, Silva? Uh, and, uh, yeah, he might. Yeah, considerably. I, sorry, Justin, I don't need to dig you out there. But. Don't worry, mate. It's, I, I forget it even exists, Alex. I ain't looked since October. So, you know. No, I think he versus Neil at the top. So, Oh, this, this, uh, oh, oh crikey. Yeah. There could actually be something to watch this as the season goes on. I mean, yeah. I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go at Justin, but he is referred to as the Okoye of Fantasy League. So what can you say? He, oh, Okoye that, had a disappointing one was, today. That, that was absolutely shambolic as well. I mean, you're six foot six and I don't care. I don't know why you're stepping forward to collect a cross. Surely you can, it, it baffles me how you could be six at six and get lobs from a, a cross. I, I just, I, I, he just stepped forward. And then I, I, why would you just not stay on your line and then come for it? I, I'm not a goalkeeper, but to me, that's, that's basics. You know, we, we do know that when goalkeepers make mistakes, they're normally shown up because they're the last point of, uh, last point of resistance. Yeah. Just, there, I, but there we go. He, he also just couldn't catch the ball, which is a fundamental thing as a goalkeeper. I, I, I just, I, I thought he'd be a lot better than he is to be honest with you. And it's really disappointing because he, he looks lovely there, but he looks, it's, it's a beautiful man, but he's not very good in goal, which is a bit of a shame. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think the Teflon gloves help much either. It's def- definitely non-stick. Alex, final question, then we'll let you get back to wending your way around the, the queuing snake that is Ikea, which is, uh, which is how's your uncle? We loved his input after Swansea. It was probably, it, along, along with, uh, with, with Darren or Shane Warne from Australia, it was definitely the highlight of the evening. What, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, I was really scared in the journey the entire way back after that. But he did actually inform me. He did actually want to say, he's okay, he didn't go today. And to be honest with you, I think he might have had an aneurysm if he'd have watched it a bit more. But um, <laughs> he, he, uh, he, 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 he's quite grateful because after that, he felt a lot better because he said he got rid of it all. What's the um, idea? Yeah, thank you for that. But uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, but I did inform him he's a bit of a, a local Watford legend. And he, he, he did sort of, he sort of said, oh my God, don't tell your mother. So, um, yeah, he is, he is, he's absolutely legend status. Wonderful stuff. Alex, thank you, sir. You get back to the, uh, you get back to the shopping. That's all good. That's all good. And uh, let's let's go across for a last call, I think, for the day. Let's go to Sean and Charlie and see whereabouts they are. Sean and Charlie, or just Sean or just Charlie. How are you doing, guys? Did you did you manage to get to Reading today? Sean, sir, are you there? Hello. Hello there, yeah, sorry, I've had a nightmare getting out of here as well. Oh dear, never mind, never mind. It was what it was, wasn't it? I mean, I'm not not unhappy that we've been knocked out, we don't need to be. The fear probably was getting a half-decent team in the next round and having to actually put out more senior players. Um, I am a bit gutted that I would like to have got through just so we could have put these kids out again. 
because that's just, it's the only way they're going to learn. And and some of them did really well. I thought I thought I thought they did really well, really well. Other than the obvious fucking refunds we need from that um, Mogwai fucking fat rat or whatever his name is, <laughs> um, it's getting it's getting it's getting absolutely ridiculous. But um, do you know what? It, it was it was what it was. It was a friendly. It was paid at a friend, friendly pace. I'll move on from the game because there is something I wanted to bring up, and I didn't hear the beginning. You may have um, raised it. Have Go on you? Uh, I, I assume you were. Uh, read the, the interview with our new sporting manager. Yes, indeed. In, from Kicker magazine, yeah, yeah. That's the one, yeah. Did, what did you think of that? Have you, if you've already touched on it, I'll, then I'll listen back. But. I thought, no, 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 that's fine. I thought he was... Um, he, he was he was honest. He was forthright. He came out like a lot of people do in interviews in other countries and speaks an awful lot more truth than is probably you know allowed to be put out via local media. So he said, you know, Burnley and Sheffield. I don't think we're catching them. But but he yeah. seemed to be. He kind of called out the fact that the triam you know the triangle is basically Gino Pozzo himself and Scott Duxbury. And he, uh, but he also but, seemed to he also seemed to intimate that um, he was sort of overseeing the Udinese as well, didn't he? In a few little bits. Oh, I didn't read it as that. I must confess. I didn't read it yeah. as that. Uh, no, 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 that's I fine, that's fine. Something about, I thought you said something about players going in both ways and vice versa and him saying, ah, no. um, do you want them or not? No, he he did talk about it. What what he made, sorry that that particular bit, but he wasn't him doing it. What he said was, if we have a player that we don't need, basically Watford or Udinese, if one of the other clubs have got a player they don't need, the others have first refusal. But the first thing they need to do is find out: Do you have a need for a Gerard Delafeo, a Roberto Pereira, an Isaac success, Donkey, or do they want Donkey Kong back? Yeah, pretty much. Even at that level, and I'm sure that's how it works. As a process, you know, there's always going to be the times when the Pozzo family at the higher level are going to go, we still think that success will come good. We don't want to feed him outside of the network. We want to keep him in, but we want to change direction for him and therefore they'll facilitate it. I'm sure that will still be the case. I watched watched the Udinese game last week. The standard was absolutely atrocious. I can't remember who they were playing against now. Um, I think Correa scored, but the standard was absolutely woeful. Success played the whole game and he hasn't got any better. There were two things from that interview that I, um, not so much worried me, but I took away from. The first the first one was we are we're not paying five, six, seven, eight million pounds for a player. Um, yeah. all right, I don't think any of us really expected it, unless of course it's um, Bayo or, or, or something like that. But the other thing was that he um, he very much said that uh, we're looking at youngsters on the cheap to uh, bring on um, for the future. I got from that, and um, Uncle Ron, I'm really really sorry that that film isn't there. The field of dreams, build it and they'll come. Uncle Ron, they're not coming. We're uh, we're not we're not getting we're not getting the tried and tested. I'm afraid, mate. We're not getting that hardened uh, spit and sawdust. There is one player that I have absolute. I, I can't believe. And perhaps we have been in for him. I hope so. That kicks all of the boxes. And um, I'm sorry, you have one of your other presenters uh, mentioned uh, Phil Jones. I think in the last podcast you did. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, if you want if you want someone who's got some experience, hard as nails, wins the ball. Um, captain English, captain role to come in, take the ball by the horns, no nonsense, and he can play the ball out. It's, it's just a no-brainer. There must be a reason why he's not um, 
not moving or not playing. But um, that is, sadly, it isn't coming, is it? No, probably not, probably not. I will tell you now, though, that listening to this somewhere between Reading and Watford, Cole is uh, is currently yeah, basically pumping his fists in the air with joy that somebody else has agreed with him on Phil Jones. Now, I mean, Unbelievable. When we yeah. talked about it, uh, when he was at Blackburn, he was, um, he was absolutely unplayable and he was playing in central midfield and at the back, he, just, he was just, he was like a, Almost like a, a, almost a Roy Keane of you know, kind of coming along sort of thing, and he's just he just seems United to have kind of short. dropped off at Man U. Yeah, but Man United were short, weren't they? Was it last season? And he ended up playing. I think it was one game or one and a half games. And he was solid. He was the best player on the pitch. And then he, we didn't uh-huh. see him again. Listen, anyway, we're not going to get him. We're not going to pay that wage. There'll probably be some nineteen-year-old who. Uh, once, once mentioned Brazil or, uh, or or something, we're never going to see anything like that, sadly. But we, um, listen, onwards and upwards. Absolutely. Sean, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Excellent as always. Right, let's just go with the, the last kind of reviews. Uh, we will probably go with, as as we all know, as uh, as Pete Fincham once said, we will probably use our unfettered access to the Ecuadorian second division to sign somebody we've never heard of. Um so Mal came back and said uh, Shaq Ford scored again for York. So yeah, Shaq Ford is on loan um, at York in the in the Vanarama and the the National League, and he got a goal after about twenty minutes of his debut last last week, and then got another one there. French Louis French says uh, Kone probably too good for us. He cost seven million, so he should look like the one of the better players out there today. Let alone the fact we were playing kids too. Yeah, that, that, that's that's fair and reasonable. I think the fact that he was playing alongside experienced uh, inexperienced players might also you could almost turn that in his favour that he was trying to sort of be uh, uh, be a leader, which in your first game is far too much for somebody who's made his professional debut on in, in last February uh, to do now. But no, no, it's a fair point. We we we've paid some money for him, and uh, and you want to see it. Louis Teixeira says. Struggled to create anything of note today, but with the squad we put out, what did we expect? Kone looked all right apart from on corners. We said we had uh, people earlier on say, uh, you know, he failed to failed to clear the first man again. Um, gave it a go, so can't fault them. But uh, can't fault them there. But we still can't go without injury problems on to Blackpool where we'll prob- hopefully have some players in. James Glenn also then said Okoye is not even keeping Ben Hamer out of the team. He hasn't featured on the bench in the league since Bristol City in November. So he is third choice. Or was he injured? Very good question. Very good question. And then the last two messages on here. Let's just have a quick look. Ah, Mal, we're going to come to that point in just a moment. Oh, look at this. Will Gasper says flat pack four was quality and fairness. There you go. There's somebody who is laughing at my jokes, even if only in sympathy. Speaking of in sympathy and uh, and deepest sympathies, have to go to somebody who didn't have a successful time at Watford, and a lot of people have uh, have noted that. But there's been a lot of compassion for the passing of Gianluca Vialli yesterday. I mean. Uh, legend is a word that is far too often used. He's never going to be that in the Watford sense of the word, but in terms of his, his, you know, kind of work rate at Sampdoria and then at, uh, at Juventus before joining, before joining Chelsea, he was a superb player before taking over the reins at, uh, at Chelsea and then having an unsuccessful time, which was obviously affected by the ITV, ITV sport fiasco. We, we bought him in to replace GT, which was always going to be very difficult for somebody who had no championship experience whatsoever to try to come in and understand what, what was going on. Did it, did, did it happen? Well, no. Did he sue the club for money? Yes, because we made an ill-advised appointment, but at Watford he was, and therefore our heart, you know, our heartfelt condolences go out to, uh, uh, to Jean Lucas family 
Um, and anybody who connected with Watford who knew the man, he was always described as a gentleman. I was at Aylesbury United when he had his first game, was a friendly at Aylesbury United. And he came out and he made a huge impression, not least of all on, on the kit man who went across and got him some cigarettes because he was a chain smoker. And he sent over some some, some very nice things to him, etc., just to say thank you for, for doing so. And, you know, look, he was a gentleman, he was connected with the club. So we, we wish his family all the best. So there we are. But turning back to today, turning back to today, youngsters have played uh, and have got some of their first team experience. That helps. That helps in their development. That helps in their learning curve. It means the next time they're playing for the under-21s, because a lot of the players who played for the under-21s are also, who played today, have also been playing in the FA Youth Cup this season because they're actually qualifying for under 18s. They're incredibly young. So the fact that they're not ready for the championship at this moment that Ron mentioned is entirely fair. They are too young at this moment for that in in the modern day. We don't tend to see many players as we'd seen, for example, with John Barnes. There aren't that many players who step in in their teens these days. It tends to be in their early 20s. So they have got a little bit of time, but they took their first steps in senior football today. And I think they took them you know, kind of reasonably well. We've heard the uh, the, the pick being uh, being Jack Greaves and also being uh, being Ryan Andrews, both who've got uh, family legacy at the club as well. But uh, you know, the lung, young lad Adupoku playing up there, you know, had a go. Unfortunately, Adrian Blake didn't didn't last more than a half, and I didn't get to see as much of him as I would have liked to have seen or get get as much chance. But hey ho, that's what it is. So we turn to Blackpool, and obviously the negative of the day is the another injury to Bakuna, another hamstring injury. But we will see how we go. We will see how we go. Anyway, thank you so much for uh, for, for for staying with us not once but twice um, and we will see you all again for Blackpool when hopefully we will be able to uh, shout come on you horns huge thanks to our patrons Colin Payne Gary Wood Carl Campion Uncle Ron Kevin Kremen John Thekinardi The Big Lebowski Greg Fika Malcolm Williams Jason Rose Michael Abrahams Ian Bacon Ken Green Nick Newland and PDF It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.